Disclaimer, we are not licensed professionals. The conversations we have about our mental health and well-being come from our own personal experiences. We hope these open conversations will encourage our audience to take notice and ownership of their own mental and emotional well-being. And maybe, just maybe, provide some cathartic laughs along the way. Hello everyone, welcome back to Therapy Check. My name is Andrea. This is Breezy. And this is Therapy Check. All right, so for this week, we wanted to talk about skincare. Just give you some advice on the basic and why we love it and why everyone should be doing skincare. So aside from skincare being a part of taking care of your physical form and your body as a part of what I think about maintaining your temple, you know, the skin is the largest organ in the human body the epidermis. It's a very important part of your everyday routine. Same with drinking water, eating, you know, sleeping. You should also be taking care of your skin. Additionally, because this podcast is centered around taking care of yourself, checking in with yourself, and being, you know, blunt and upfront with where you are emotionally and mentally, Skincare is a good strategy of taking care of yourself and regaining some semblance of control, especially in this crazy world. Skincare is a really nice step of taking that control back and seeing those results, you know, sometimes right after you do some skincare or maybe you're in the game for a while and you finally see those results and you can do one of those like glow up pics because you're like, I've been working on my skincare. So today our kind of how we're going to structure it is talking about some of the good things y'all have been doing so far, rewarding y'all and recognizing like, hey, you're making steps, you're making efforts and going through kind of the tiers of what a good skincare routine looks like and how we can continue to improve that. And then we're going to, you know, dive into my side of things, the extreme sides of things, the 10 plus step routines and what that looks like and some of our favorite products yeah and then it's never too late to start skincare like I didn't start until like the beginning of the pandemic so I'm still pretty new to it and I know Breezy you're gonna kill me for saying this but for years I only did physical exfoliation and moisturizer and it was the clean and clear blackhead eraser the one with the little blue beads in it And I would do that religiously, morning, night, for years. I literally just stopped right before the pandemic because I'm like, "Mm, my skin was freaking out. And I was like, why is it? I did some research, uh, watched some videos from Hiram, Skincare by Hiram. And I was like, oh, I'm literally doing everything wrong. So, and I am now 23. So it's never too late. Never too late. (laughs) Yeah, never too late. So yeah, this is going to be our skincare episode and we're just going to dive right in where most of us are starting at. And that is cleansing and moisturizing. Now, Andy, I know you said that's what you did religiously and you know, I'm I'm not I'm not upset. I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just, you know, disappointed. This is, oh. <laughs> painfully concerned that's what i'm gonna say we're i am painfully concerned Mm -hmm. okay and so just let's dive into where we begin you know 
washing our face and moisturizing. Always good. The, the purpose of cleansing, y'all know. If you think about it like this, think of your skin as a tabletop, okay? A tabletop that is just sitting and being exposed to the elements. You're getting dirt. You're getting dust. You're getting the greasy little fingerprints of children on top and just for those of you who are still touching your face like that <laughs> sometimes food so we cleanse to you know get rid of that because ill <laughs> <laughs> and additionally you know say it's like a wooden tabletop i'm sticking with this metaphor for just this one okay <laughs> the wood needs to be preserved the glass needs to be paid attention to okay even the plastic the vinyl and that's why we moisturize to fill in the cracks to smooth out the top to make it even you know that is step one and i'm so proud of y'all for you got there one way or another you got there <laughs> but we got to take it up a step a notch what do you think you know level two would be then if this is the baseline well, let me be honest. I know of plenty of people that don't even wash their face. I know plenty of people that don't even moisturize. And when I say people, I mean straight cis men. Oh. <laughs> and I've met plenty of them. So, y'all. I choose to believe that in this world, with the social media we have access to, with the existence of YouTube, that people aren't still at this point. But, you know, you, you prove me wrong every day. And I just have to, you know, it really, like, I have to clutch my pearls and move on because it's like, <laughs> oh, baby, what is you doing? <laughs> I know. But we're here to educate. <laughs> and then what you were mentioning about we have access to all this information on social media. When you and I were growing up, when we were in our teens, when we went on YouTube to look up information, what were we seeing? People just doing DIY skincare. Mm -hmm. So a lot of putting in lemons, a lot of toothpaste, a lot of just random stuff you put on your face. But the kids, the teens these days don't have to struggle up to that because they have good information out there. Mm -hmm. They don't know the struggle. Yeah. A moment of silence for... Young Breezy and Andy. <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> it does. <laughs> All right. So let's go through the levels. So we categorize levels of like one being like the very basic. So level one, as we already said, cleanser and moisturizer. Like that's the very basic. Clean your face, moisturize it. Level two, cleanser, moisturizer, SPF, sunscreen. Mm. everyone needs sunscreen please use sunscreen i feel like if there's any level that you want to be at and you don't really want to do everything else of skincare that's fine i feel like you should be at a level two at least mm -hmm. and i just all right this is I'm, I'm coming back with the metaphors okay that's not even a metaphor. This, I'm giving y'all a history, okay? Welcome. This is National Geographic. Uh, this is I'm giving you a documentary. SPF. Protecting the skin from sun. There are two myths that I've experienced growing up when it comes to like protecting your skin from the sun. One, you have melanin, so you don't need it. I believed this up until I was 20 years old, okay? Three years ago, when I got my first sunburn experience of my life because I was vacationing in California 
And let me tell you, California's son is different, okay? She comes at you relentlessly. There, there's no escape. I got a sunburn sitting in a car, like just next to the window. Got in the shower, was like, hey, why does it burn? Okay. <laughs> it burns because I was burnt. <laughs> <laughs> so that is a myth. The second is that if you have melanin, sunscreen is just not for you. It's going to give you that white cast on your face, you know, ghost face killer. It's going to mess up your makeup. One of the things that you have to realize is this basic level. Okay, basic level. I'm taking y'all back to the, the, the olden days, okay? People used to tan leather, leather, the skin of an animal by putting it in the sun. Okay, it caused it to shrink, change colors, all of that. That is skin, all right? Now take your skin and do that for so many years. You're going to get sun damage. You're going to get sunspots. You're going to wrinkle, you, not to mention skin cancer. Don't let the sun do to your skin what people have been using it to do to clothing. Additionally, there are different types of sun care products out there. I know I used to get the sports sunblock and it would leave your face like white. You look gray, but like casket ready. That is what we call a physical SPF. So that's the stuff that is usually made with zinc and it leaves you white. There are chemical ones and you can tell the difference because the, the sun cream itself won't be white. It'll be clear. It'll be like a jelly and it won't leave that cast. But you got options, sweetie. We have, we have options. And if you say you're like, I don't want to put another cream on my face, you can be like those old ladies with the big sun hats who are always wearing long sleeves going out. Just protect your skin because I don't need you looking like a, a leather bag. <laughs> Just sunburnt, crazy looking, prematurely aged. Over here being 16, looking 45. Take care of yourself. <laughs> Just don't let, don't let the sun get you down. One more thing I wanted to add to that is to my Oregonians, anyone that lives in an area where it's cloudy, it rains a lot, it snows, like where Breezy's at, if the weather is still cloudy or it's dark, you still need sunscreen during the day. Mm-hmm. Even if you're like, but it's raining, you still need sunscreen. Yeah, the sun is still there, honey. The sun didn't be like, oh, snap, Earth got something going on. I'm going to, like, pop over to Neptune real quick, get a closer look. No, it's not. That's not That's not what's happening. Um, the sun is still there. It's like blinds. We don't have blackout curtains covering the Earth, no matter what the weather is. The sun is still coming, poking through them blinds, and, it, and it's finding your face, and it's doing things you don't want to know about. Yeah. But you should know about. So take care of your skin. (laughs) Also, if you can find an SPF that is like reef safe, that's better for the environment. That's Mm -hmm. also a great idea. All right. So going into level three, it's going to be double cleansing moisturizer SPF. So when we mean with double cleansing, it's mostly if you wear makeup. But if you don't wear makeup, you like I think double cleansing is still a good idea. That's when we go into your micellar waters. Like the oil-based like makeup removers where you go in, remove that makeup, and then go with your cleanser, wash your face, 
let it dry, moisturize SPF. Mm-hmm. Yeah, double cleansing, you know, we're, we're stepping it up in expertise level, in difficulty level. Like this is Mortal Kombat, you ready to fight, you have your, <laughs> you have your skills at hand. Double cleansing is very important because if you think about it, think about it like this. Once again, you got that tabletop. You got all these, these things that are culminating on the skin. There are some products that exist, whether skincare, or makeup products, or just things you may encounter out in nature or in pollution, really, that can't be broken down by just soap and water. For example, your waterproof mascara is not coming off with water. It is waterproof. So how are you going to take it off? You're going to need that oil. You're also going to encounter, like for some people, my cousin is a mechanic, will get grease and such like that on the skin and other particulates from cars. It's, it's not, water's not going to be enough to break that down and get that off. You're going to need to, you know, experiment. For some people, you need certain things. It depends on how the product makes your skin feel, but also if you see that it's working. Oil products will break down hydrophobic items. So like your waterproof makeup, such things like sometimes your lip gloss, um, eye makeup, you got any particulates or pollutants on your face. And then you're going to use your water-based product to just kind of clear off the residue or anything else that might be left. So that can be anything from like a little baby wash for my, my sensitive people out there or some intense, you know, acne cleansers. Skincare is a puzzle and you got to find the pieces that work together for what's happening on your face. And why we say double cleansing is an important part is because remember step two, you need an SPF. Well, you need to take it off at night mm-hmm. with that double cleansing. Because sometimes when you just wash your face, it's not going to take out everything. So mm-hmm. it's like you can use like really heavy like products to get rid of your acne. But if you're not really taking away the stuff that's causing you the acne, you're going to keep strolling. Yeah. I'm, I've been watching, you know, cleaning DIY TikToks. Specifically, like they'd be cleaning a bathroom. And or washing clothes is like every stain or buildup is going to need something different because it has a different chemical makeup. So that's how you need to think of it. Think of it. All right, Bill Nye, the science guy, break out your chemistry kit. You got, we got to figure out what's happening to your skin and what products are designed to help you fix that issue. Now going into level four, we are more advanced, which is double cleansing chemical exfoliators stop it with your physical exfoliators and we'll get into details in a second moisturizer spf yes yes you you pointed out one of my favorite topics to talk about versus physical and chemical exfoliants so exfoliating is you're like buffing the skin you're getting rid of the dead skin i think about it like this when it's winter and your hands get ashy and you can see the gray lines and you're like, oh my goodness, it's so awful. What you're seeing is dead skin, okay? You can put lotion on it, but once that lotion's gone, the dead skin is still there. It's still that surface level. This also happens on your face where you'll have dead skin. You will have, you know, scar tissue, like acne scars or such like that. That just remains on the surface. And 
when you put on your moisturizer or you put on your treatments, oftentimes what's happening is it isn't penetrating through that layer of dead skin, that surface level, to get to your lowell, like subdermis, where that needs most of the nutrients. It's like the root of the skin where you should be hitting it with those serums with that moisturizer. An exfoliator is a way of getting rid of that surface level, that dead, tired skin, throw it away. If it doesn't spark joy, get it out of there type of thing. The only issue is for a very long time, and I was also a part of these people who were sold lies, people thought, you know, in order to exfoliate, let me just take some of this crushed walnut and rub it on my face. And I'm, I'm calling out St. Ives apricot scrub <laughs> with the little crushed up walnuts. The Kylie skin. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I sometimes forget that exists because it was just so awful. Like, <laughs> why'd you even try? I'm so sorry. If you own any Kylie skin, just throw it away. Give it away. I don't know. Don't stop using it. Do not dump it down the drain. Remember the environment. <laughs> Dispose yeah. of it correctly. I don't know, like, wash your body with it because your skin in your body is, like, stronger than the one in your face. Mm-hmm. Use it, but not on your face. You can use it as doggy shampoo, <laughs> whatever you need. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but, yeah, so these physical exfoliators are this idea of taking a physical bead, little piece of some walnut shell or something like that and rubbing it against your skin to kind of slough off that dead skin and I think of it like this it's like taking sandpaper on a marble countertop okay what is you doing no matter how smooth or fine that sandpaper is it's gonna cause nicks and damages to that surface so Oftentimes, I know Kylie Skin did this with their walnut scrub that they claimed it was finely milled. When you get to that small of pieces, it's like microscope on sand. They're going to be jagged. It is not perfectly smooth. It is not perfectly round. And so that's going to cause little holes in the skin, which, you know, can lead to infection, a staph infection, which can cause hyperpigmentation. You're getting little dark spots, acne. And just put you at risk of getting stuff into your face that you don't want in your face. So the way to counteract that, you got all this dead skin, you're trying to take care of yourself and moisturize and make sure the living tissue is getting the nutrients it needs, we're going to use what is known as a chemical exfoliant. And these, ooh, and you want to tell them because these are the holy grail. <laughs> They are really, like, what changed my skin. Amazing. And take it from me that until 10 months ago was using a physical exfoliator every day. And I'm also guilty, just like Breezy, of using those DIY hacks. Like, I used to use coffee grounds with coconut oil. It was bad. It was bad. So, trust me, game changer. And I know the word chemical exfoliator sounds scary, but believe me, it's much better for your skin. Yeah, that's, that's one of the things that I think a lot of people hear words and there's the connotation versus denotation. Chemical exfoliator just means that a chemical process is happening that is removing that layer of dead skin. 
rather than you trying to rub and scrape it off. So you're not working as hard, but it's all a chemical process that is happening. It's not like you're putting, you know, hydrochloric acid on your face and being like, peel it off, melt it away. Yeah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're going to the last step. I mean, there's always more, but I think level five is just where you add in everything else. Let's say double cleansing, you add a toner. That's where you add your essences. Again, your exfoliator, your serums, your treatments, your moisturizer, your SPF. So I think level five is where we, you add all the other stuff which is what we're going to get into more right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another thing that I think is really a feature of level five is that you've, you've done the time and you know your skin. And this can be anything from you've experimented with products and you've seen what they've done and you haven't liked it, or you see where you'd like to see some more improvement. But it's also that point where there are some of us who are struggling with cystic acne, eczema, or more serious skin conditions. This is also the point where you've already spoken with a dermatologist. That is one of the things that is very important for you to understand when it comes to speaking to professionals. You know, Andy and I are not licensed estheticians or dermatologists, but we've put in the time to learn our skin, see what's missing, see what we'd like to see, and found the products through trial and error uh, that give us that desired effect. Yeah, a lot of research, a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of TikToks. Because honestly, I think it's TikTok that really got me into skincare. I'm like, people's skin looks like that. I want my skin to look like that. But before we move on, I wanted to mention really fast the effects of birth control on your skin. Uh, previously, I did mention that I was on the birth control implant on my arm, and that in many ways messed my body up. And one of the side effects, I got many side effects, but one of the side effects, and I don't want to scare you off if you want to get the implant, like it affects everyone's body differently. But personally, it affected me pretty badly. And one of the side effects was pretty bad acne like I started breaking out my my forehead was going crazy and I had not broken out that badly since I was in middle school mm -hmm. so taking off that birth control was probably the best decision I could make when it came to my skin and I am still recovering from it and I took it off like two months ago mm -hmm. and I went back to the pill, the birth control pill, and that has helped me a lot too. Birth control also helps. You know, if you're going into the pill or you go ahead, talk to your doctor about and do your own research, but getting on birth control also helps a lot with acne. Mm -hmm. This is, this brings back to my earlier point. We have to remember that skin, the epidermis is an organ. It is, it's a part of your body. And so we need to take care of it as such. That means speaking to professionals as well, but also recognizing that it's going to be different from person to person. That's why you can't just swap hearts with any random person on the street, okay? Your skin is unique to you. You may have unique struggles or successes with your skin that other people won't. So it's really about 
you customize your routine to yourself. In my own personal experience in college, shout out to any of y'all who are listening, but I had some opportunities to kind of work with other people's skin. That's kind of what I do, what I'm known for. That's my brand. I am the person that you're like, Breezy, what's going on with my skin? <laughs> like, make it make sense. And this has come from years of experience working uh, with, so my little sister has really bad eczema. And so I was in the doctor's visits. I got to hear a little bit or learn about like the different medications she has to take for her skin, like her skincare treatments and be aware of what having extremely dry, cracked skin can do to you and what you need to do in order to sort of counteract that. I also used to work at a makeup counter at a department store, which means I sold not only just makeup, but skincare as well, specifically anti-aging stuff to older people. So I have experience with that, knowing my products, knowing what works well with the skin, what interacts badly with other products. So that is one of, that's kind of where I get my expertise from. Additionally, one of the things that I was able to learn was skin types. Something that I think once you know, really opens up your eyes to what's, why things are happening on your face and why things aren't happening on your face, depending on the products you use. So that's something I really want to talk about when it comes to, like we said, you know, skincare is personal. And that has to do with your skin type. So, for example, one of the skin types you hear about the most, oily skin. That's me. Stay tuned for <laughs> advice. <laughs> another, another person you'll hear from, they are the, the dry skin. And I say this is dry skin because dry skin is in the middle so there's like normal dry and then extremely dry and that's usually on the range of my sister's skin with uh, like eczema or psoriasis people have really dry skin so you'll you'll hear about the dry skin the trying to figure out how to balance some moisture how to get it back into your skin um how to keep from cracking and then you have normal skin normal skin you know they're rare they ain't out here in these streets often lucky <laughs> Y'all are lucky. Bless, bless. They're rare, elusive. You may feel some envy, may feel some bitterness towards them, mm -hmm. but the normal skin folks are here and deserve our attention. Another skin type you'll hear about uh, that is now coming, I would say it's becoming more mainstream, been fighting, been fighting for that visibility, and that's combination skin. So that's me. That's my oily and dry people. That's my take, walk two centimeters to the right and we're dry as the Sahara. And then <laughs> when you go up north a bit, you're like, oh, these are the oil fields. <laughs> you have seasons. I know, seasons on this face. And lastly, one of, you know, my prized babies, a group of people that I look out for that I make sure, you know, need that visibility and we need to take care of them my sensitive skin folks mm -hmm. like it's not one of the things that i've realized when talking to people at beauty counters and stuff like that when people hear sensitive skin folks they kind of downplay it as like oh it's fine oh you're not that sensitive nah my sensitive babies they are sensitive okay this <laughs> their skin will betray them 
in a second. And so those are kind of, what did I, what was it, four or five main archetypes of skin. Mm-hmm. And combination can also be like combination extremely dry and then just dry or normal and dry. But usually when people say combination, they're talking about dry and oily. But yeah, those are the skin types. And Andy, you said you're oily. You let's let's start from there. What, yeah, do, what so, do you got for the people? So we're talking about our skin types. So my skin is combination, but leaning more to oily. So like my T zone, my forehead, nose, even my eyelids are super oily. And then my cheeks are still oily, but they will will be less oily, and sometimes they'll be pretty dry or dehydrated. And then a thing about oily skin is that we're often we're oily, we look oily, but we're dehydrated when mm-hmm. our skin is pretty de- dehydrated. So my cheeks are like the ones that like suffer in the dehydration the most. So mm-hmm. that's my skin type. And now tell us about you. Really. Yeah, that was, that was one of the points that I wanted to bring up is oily skin. I have oily combination, um, but I've, I've found out more as I've gone to, you know, understand what it means to be or have oily skin is that we're just thirsty. And so I've, I think I've steered away from oily combination and just starting to say, like, I got dry skin. The oily T-zone, or depending on the season, when I do get oiliest, I've noticed that I avoid moisturizing in that area because, you know, logically it feels like, okay, we're already oily over there, okay? It's a little slick, so I don't want to add any more slickness to it because that would make it super slick and then we'd just be wet in the face. But oiliness, as I've come to understand, is really your skin just crying out for help. For those of y'all that are listening and don't really know what your skin type is, I think a good way of seeing that is like, at the end of the day, how does your skin feel? How does it look? Pay attention to your skin, pay attention to yourself and see what it looks like and how it feels. If you also have more questions or more concerns, a dermatologist, okay? We got doctors for everything. You got your foot doctor, you got your ear, nose, throat doctor. You also have a doctor for the skin. Because like I said, now keep saying, your skin is an organ. It's the largest organ, okay? So we got people studying it and doing their best to make sure that we're taking care of our skin because, you know, skin is your first line of defense, from keeping bacteria and viruses out of your body. So you want to you wanna make sure you keep your skin happy. You, you, you think we're ready for this, to dive into our skincare routines? I think we are. And just before we go into that, I just want to say that skincare, I know it sounds tedious, I know it sounds like a lot, but it doesn't have to be that expensive. Mm-hmm. There are many products that do the job and do the job better than a $200 moisturizer. And a device you gave me, Breezy, personally, that I still remember to this day is, I think you're going to have to say it correctly, but it was something along the lines of, there is a difference between a $2 product and a $13 product, but there's not much difference into between a $20 product and like a $300 product, something like that. Do you want to? Yeah. Yeah. So this comes back from my days working at a department store beauty counter in which we sold brands like Estee Lauder, Lancome, Strevectin, and they had skincare in it as well as makeup. And I remember we had an eye cream 
that discounted, I discounted at like 40 to 50% off retailed for $583. Okay. $583. It was an eye cream. That $50 to $500 range, that, that's all clout. That is all, let me put it in a jade container. It's, it's hype. It is the supreme of skincare. So yeah, that's very, very true. And keep that in mind when you're, when you're making these purchases. I know. And then a lot of those really expensive skincare, again, you said it's just the hype. And then I've seen that a lot of those products also have a lot of scents, Mm -hmm. a lot of essential oils. And for a lot of people that can be really sensitizing, that can be really damaging to your skin while cheap, quote unquote, cheaper products will actually have better benefits for your skin and won't have Mm -hmm. those damaging products. So skincare doesn't have to be expensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't have to be expensive. And also just another fun fact that I want to teach y'all about, I know specifically for people living in the United States and uh, U.S. products, when you're looking at the ingredients of a product, it is organized from the most, like percentage-wise, of inside that container to the least. So when you're looking for these active ingredients that these companies are claiming, look at where they are positioned in the ingredient list. If you're looking for niacinamide, which is very, very, very great um, product for your skin, and it's towards the end, that means it's got like 1% maybe less than in that entire container. But if it's the second ingredient on that list, you know that it has a lot and that it's actually going to do something for your skin. Now we're going to go into what we use. So my products are the Garnier Micellar Water, which is $6.79, the CeraVe Foaming Facial Cleanser, which is $14.99, the Cosrx Snail 96 Essence, that is $14.70. The Polish Choice 2% BHA, which is $25 right now because I think they're having a deal, but I think it's normally $29. And I think this is the most expensive product I have, but it is so worth it. Then I have the Claire's Rich Moisture Soothing Serum, which is $18.70. The Claire's Freshly Juiced Vitamin Drops, which is $18.22. The CeraVe Moisturizing Cream, which is $18.99. And then finally, I have the Neutrogena 55 SPF, which is $9.99. And other treatments I have, which I add from time to time, is the Ordinary Neacetamide 10% Sink, 1%, which is $5.90. Then I have the Ordinary AHA 30%. BHA 2% Peeling Solution, which is $7.20. Be very cautious with this product because it's very strong. And finally, have the Polish Choice Shine Stopper Instant Matte Finish, which is $20.40. And it is on the pricier side. It is only one ounce. But believe me, if you have oily skin, this product is amazing to mattify. But mm-hmm. it has lasted me a while. So I truly recommend that product. People people that put on makeup, this primer is magic. I swear. It's only one ounce. 
and it's kind of pricey, but it lasts forever because a little bit goes a long way. Even if you don't wear makeup, if you have really oily skin, just put it on and you're good. You're good. So that's my rundown of my products. Oh, just listening to it, you got a good you got a good spread of just a lot of dermatologist tested products, highly rated CeraVe. I know I really like that product, especially for people who have eczema or really dry skin. That whole line of products is really good. The Ordinary, which is kind of the biggest flex, I think, for skincare in a while. It's so affordable. Yeah. It is so affordable and it's no it's it's not super fluffy in the sense that like oh here's here's this like pink juicy serum that smells like watermelon it's it's not it's straight up all active ingredients vegan cruelty free just amazing products i also have that peeling solution mm -hmm. and yeah that's one of the things just to mention about exfoliating do not slough off your skin like that <laughs> dead layer every day because you're about to be running out of skin layers, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got a good repertoire, especially for someone who said you came, you know, started from the bottom, now you're here. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I did a lot of research. I watched a lot of YouTube videos. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, then a uh, thing that was really important for me was finding things that were affordable because mm -hmm. we are broke unemployed for most of the quarantine so I'm like how am I gonna you know buy these I really wanted to get into skincare but I'm like how am I gonna do this when like it's super expensive but it didn't have to be mm -hmm. and honestly for y'all that are listening they're like oh my god that's so much product and it is a lot but I collected these products over time mm -hmm. like I didn't just buy everything out one go I started with the micellar water and then I added the CeraVe and then I added the ordinary and then Paula's choice it was a slow process oh I'm proud of you thank you <laughs> and so with that I'm gonna dive into my skincare routine I've done this for many years I have gotten to my routine to 11 steps with three deviations so depending on what I'm, what I'm feeling or what I need, what my skin is struggling with, I have gotten my inventory, my, you know, tool belt down to almost exclusively one brand. And I don't know if that has anything to say about the quality of this brand or what, but I'm very happy about it because it also turns out to be very cost effective for me. So as of right now, I'm just going to give you my steps in terms of what I, what I do and then maybe throw in some of the products that I use that I really love. I start off with a water-based cleanser. Then I do my oil cleanse. I do it the other way because I don't wear makeup and I don't find a need to take anything off. But I do find a need to, I really want that oil off of my skin, that oil and that dirt. and I don't want to push it around with an oil cleanser and just have it like end up on weird places in my face. So I usually do a water-based cleanser and I, this is an OG for my family. Every person in my family to wash their face for the past 30 plus years uses baby wash <laughs> because everyone has sensitive skin and it's pretty just, you know, it's for babies. So we baby smooth. The next step I do is an oil cleanser. And this is because I have dry skin. 
And so I really look for cleansers that moisturize. Like, I don't want to be stripped. I don't want to be stark naked dry. So I need to put that moisture back in as soon as I possibly can. Then comes the toner. And so I know a lot of people are very, like, iffy on toners or what exactly does it do. So when I said earlier that your skin is your first line of defense, it is a physical barrier, but it's also, word of the day, a chemical barrier. And that is because on the surface of your skin, your skin is depending, depending on where you are in the day, but it should be a little acidic. And that is to kill off bacteria the moment it touches your skin. Like, you are, you are not welcome here, off of my lawn type of energy from the body. Oftentimes with the products that you're using or the pollutants that you're exposed to, this can mess up the pH balance of your skin. So whether it's acidic like a lemon or basic like bleach. So the toner is designed to prep the skin for moisture. It is the primer of skincare. That's what I'm saying. That's not, I'm putting that out there. I, I endorse this fully. It sets your face up to just soak. Be like, come in. I welcome thee. Welcome to my humble abode. And so that's toner. I love toner. I love my toner specifically. And I'll, I'll name drop that later. <laughs> okay. The next thing I do, and this is very important. This is a, this is a little fact for the, for the children. Okay. I put on my eye care. I don't want bags big enough to carry $50 worth of groceries. Okay. I don't. Crow's feet, she cute when I smile, but not when I'm straight faced. Mm-hmm. So I put all of my eye creams on, and this is the thing that you also have to do. You put it on with your ring finger. I do a a brightening eye gel because, you know, bags sometimes TikTok got you by in a chokehold, and you stayed up till 4 a.m. watching videos. So I do a brightening eye gel, and then I do a nourishing butter. I could do a whole podcast on just the texture of products and what it, the texture implies that that product is meant for. But nevertheless, nevertheless <laughs> then I do vitamin C, which is for brightening and toning the skin. So if you got dark spots, if you got red spots, if you got just texture, I do vitamin C and then I do my serums or essence. So it usually goes vitamin C, serum, or essence, serum. Serum is thicker, essence is more milky, watery. And then I do, this is something I discovered only specifically with a product. I do my after sun care. I found this awesome product that is designed for after you get exposed to the sun to like repair and nourish the skin. So I put that on every day. And then I do a moisturizer all over my face, just a regular moisturizer um, during the nighttime and then a moisturizer with SPF during the daytime. Okay. And I put on a lip mask because lip fillers had me real insecure for way too many years. I'd be watching all these lip makeup tutorials where they'd be like, I'm going to put on lipstick. And I'm like, how do you have no lines on your lip? None. Mm-hmm. I have lines. Mm-hmm. I don't smoke, but I got lines. And so I'd be like, it doesn't apply like that. Oh my gosh. And then I realized I can moisturize to get rid of that. And two, that they have fillers or they have something else going on that I don't have. So stop trying to judge myself based off them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's the end of my 11-step process. We have two more deviations. Oh, okay. 
So in between, after I oil cleanse is usually when I exfoliate. And after I tone, if I'm feeling like skipping all of those steps, I can put on a sheet mask, which is essentially just essence, serum, toner, all of that in one. So you can skip all those steps and throw a face on. Mm-hmm. And if you're me, scare the living daylights out of your close family members and friends. <laughs> but yeah, and those are my two deviations. I exfoliate after I oil cleanse, and I usually exfoliate maybe once every two weeks. All right, so those of you listening, take out your notepads, take out your pencils, type it out on your computer. But Breezy is about to share the products they use. Go, Breezy, go. <laughs> Okay, okay. To be fair, I'll set it up like this. You can find all of these products on one website. Yeah. And that website is wishtrend.com. That is www.wishtrend.com. Okay. This is my baby. Like, so wishtrend is a website that sells all Korean beauty. I am a K-beauty fanatic. I do not shop for Western products. And I know some of y'all be like, damn, I've already tuned out. I can no longer participate and pay attention because I'm buying from the U.S. Nah, sweetie. Korea is, and everybody knows this, where it's at for skincare. Korea, the future. The U.S., some colonizers passed, okay? I'm just saying it. I'm, 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 I said it, I meant it, and I will not apologize. You're right. <laughs> and so I'm debating on going through all of them, all of the products, because there's a lot. Mm-hmm. But I will, I'm going to just go through what I have in my shopping cart right now, the, the tried and true. The thing that I love the most about Wish Trend and the thing that is the most cost-effective, a lot of us may be worried about that coin, the environment, buying a lot of items and wasting a lot of packaging. The cool thing about Wish Trend is that they do the work for you and they prepare sets for skin types or for what your skin goals are. So you can either buy the individual products. So say you don't want to waste your money and you only like one of the products or you only are interested in one of them. You can buy that individually or you can get a whole box a set with everything and that's really cost effective for example one of the sets that i use from wish trend is called the reveal your best skin box so it's all about moisturizing and clarifying the skin and it is a box with one free samples but it has over it's got six products a whole bunch of free samples and these are big size products this entire set currently retails for $98.25. Each of these items is around $30. 30 times 6, I that's $180. Okay. And we're getting it for under 100 for that many products. So it's very cost effective and you get all of that together and it's a customized set. So you're not... You don't have to work as hard to try and figure out what am I supposed to be doing or what products do I need, which is why I love Wish Trend. And so I buy a lot of sets um, to try and then find the products and then go back and just buy the individual products or customize my own set <laughs> because 
just a little tidbit i'll let you know but i was sent an offer to be a wish trend affiliate so (laughs) might be a code in the future i don't know that would be amazing that would i would love that if anyone wants to sponsor us it has to be it doesn't have to be but i would prefer skincare skincare affiliation Mm -hmm. a website dedicated skin that's dope that's really cool breezy i'm so proud of you it's because you consume so much from them they're like i know need to They're like, what is you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, are you giving these people? I have, I have been doing people's skincare. Like, I did for uh, some of my my close people's pre-pandemic. Though, mm-hmm. there's a lot of sets you can do or routines that you can buy for these specific products. So if you don't want to just buy one or you're looking for something specific, my go-to, absolute, highly recommend. It is the Dear Claire Supple Preparation Unscented Toner, which retails for $22. It is so nourishing and so balancing that sometimes, I've been running late, I admit, I will just throw on my toner and go. Mm -hmm. And it's so nourishing. I don't feel dry throughout the day. I don't feel oily. I feel set. And it's just love it. Mm -hmm. Additionally... For those days when you're forgetting to put on sunscreen, running late, or I have, I'm allergic to strawberries. And I had a day where I, sometimes I'd be forgetting I'm allergic to things. <laughs> I, I went to uh, grab lunch with a friend and I wanted a fruit cup. I grabbed the fruit cup and I didn't realize it had strawberries in it. And my thought was like, okay, I just won't eat the strawberries. I'll eat around, I'll eat everything else. Meanwhile, there's some strawberry juice. But I figured, it's okay. It's not that serious of an allergy. Like, I'll be fine. It's just a little bit of juice. Fast forward 10 hours. I go back to my room after a long day. Uh I go and look in the room. I have broken out in red hives across my face. So bad. And was also exposed to the sun that day. It looks like I have chemical burns on my face. Wow. My face is throbbing and hot. I feel gross. I eventually called my friend to like, hey, can you bring me some Benadryl? Mm -hmm. She pulls up to the room and is like, oh my God, are you okay? Like, oh my, like it was awful. It sounds painful. Yeah, it was painful. It was just like, you've had moments where you look at yourself like, who is this? That's me. I was having a moment of like, I don't recognize myself. And so I took the Benadryl, but nothing really changed. The skin was still like, it was raised. It looked like I had rubbed my face with poison ivy Mm -hmm. and then proceeded to soak in the sun all day. And so I was like, okay, it's still not going down. Let me try this Midnight Blue. (laughs) Hold on. Let me get the full name. This Dear Claire's Midnight Blue Calming Cream. Mm -hmm. Okay. This cream is marketed as like after sun care, specifically for... A, like irritated skin just nourishing the skin and a cooling it's cooling cream i put this on all over my face whenever i see redness or acne or like breakouts and my breakouts kind of like disappear like the redness goes away and it, the skin overnight mm-hmm. and so i was like okay i this, my skin is raised it's super red it's awful like it burns let me put this on i put this on maybe two or three times because when your skin's that damaged from allergic reaction plus sun exposure, 
It's going to soak up whatever nutrients you can give it. I put this on three times that night. The next day, skin is back to normal. You can't even tell. I just had an allergic reaction and essentially chemical burns on my face. Wow. I, I stand this product so hard. It's a line of products, the Midnight Blue Calming. So it comes with creams, sheet masks, all that stuff. The entire line. Mwah, chef's kiss. Immaculate. Oh, never tasted anything this good. It is just so perfect. The cream retails for $24.50. Worth it. My little sister who has eczema, I've tried it on her skin. It's helped with her skin. I need to buy that. That's, that's my next purchase. Whenever you buy something from Wish Trend, you get samples. And I always get the Midnight Blue Calming Cream sample, like it's a little packet, so I can give to my friends to be like, hey, you need to try this. And all of them love it. 100% stan. We stand in this house. Okay. And I would say the last products, you know, you got the toner, you got the Midnight Blue Calming Cream. The last toner from Dear Claire's that I absolutely love is their Gentle Black Deep Cleansing Oil. Oil cleansers scared me in the beginning. Ew, my face is oily. Why would I clean with more oil? But I I go through these periods post-winter where my skin is just so dry, it never comes back. Like, cracking dry. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to cover my face. I'm so scared y'all gonna see how dry and crusty I look. <laughs> and I used to use all types of these products, and I put on all these lotions, and I just couldn't get my skin back to normal. Like, it was not accepting moisture. No moisture deposits were being made for months. Mm-hmm. And so I, I knew I liked Dear Claire's, and I was looking for something, and I found this, and I was like, okay. Let's just try it. Within three days, my skin was back to normal. And it was glowy and like blackheads removed. Personally recommend everything from Dear Claire's, which is a Korean brand. 100% stan. And you can get that all on wishtrend.com. All right. So now that you've heard my stories, my, my tried and trues, my unsolicited advice for the day is one as much as you are able learn who you are and that means your love languages your pet peeves but also what your body needs know your limits this is something like knowing what what a good night's sleep is for you what that looks like how many hours you need know what your skin needs for you to feel you Knowing who you are isn't just about your personal and mental aspects, but it's also about your physical aspects. Know who you are, know your needs, and above all, meet them. Do your best to meet them every day. That's what this whole podcast is about. Mm -hmm. Both identifying, recognizing, normalizing, and fulfilling your needs as a person, as as you, just as you, as simple as that. Yeah, and then going into the skincare realm, if there's a product that someone promises that is going to work, like Breezy said, the calming, the blue calming, I forgot the name, sorry. It worked really well for Breezy, but just because it worked well for Breezy doesn't mean it'll work well for everyone. And don't, and that's just an example. Maybe there's something that a friend really recommended or you're like, this has to work because I put so much money into it. But you know, sometimes your skin is going to do whatever it wants. 
Mm-hmm. So learn your skin and study it and see what it likes, what it doesn't like. Yeah, that that is always kind of the moral of the story. You got you got to know what's good for you. You have to know what you what your goals are and ways to help you meet those goals. Your skincare goals, your personal goals, all of it. Yeah, and that's that's what we're hoping to do for some of y'all is either steer you in the right direction or maybe raise some questions or um, points that get you thinking more seriously about it. And this podcast was all about skincare, but just because you have those breakouts doesn't mean that your skin isn't beautiful. It doesn't mean that your skin isn't perfect. And having breakouts, having that struggle with your skin is completely normal. Like right now, I'm struggling with a few breakouts, even though I have my whole skincare routine down. You know, sometimes it, it has to do more than with what you put on your on your skin. It has to do with what you eat, hormones. And, you know, when it comes to hormones, you can't really change it. You can't really do much about it besides maybe take birth control. So understand that you are beautiful. Your skin is beautiful, even if you were struggling. Mm-hmm. And as always, we're sending you good vibes and well wishes and hoping that you achieve whatever your skincare goals may be. Mm-hmm. All right. And with that being said, we are signing off. But before that, I want to give you all our social media. So follow me on Twitter at T-O-R-R underscore R-R-E-S one. That's for Twitter and Instagram. It's going to be Andy underscore Torres H-U. All right. So you can find me at Twitter at Libra Thugga. That's L-I-B-R-A-T-H-U-G-G-A. Feel free to DM me with your skincare questions or, you know, anything you'd like to hear from us in the future on the podcast. That is all. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.